0: Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode thirty-nine of Stock Talk with Josh and my dear friend and co-host of the show, Nico, Nico Criticos. Okay, you gonna say Nico at the same time as me? Uh-huh. Okay, whatever, whatever. But people, <laughs> I understand. I think we're doing this on October eleventh. I think this episode will be posted on October thirteenth. Okay. The last episode was posted on September thirteenth. So before we actually really get started, I do want to apologize for being neglectful towards you all for not doing an episode. It's been quite a while. Yeah, you know, you know, it's just been life. It's just been life. Um, we already we're gonna talk about it more, but the stock market stock market by itself has just been so down and bad, making me it keeps depressed. Getting worse
1: and worse and worse. Yeah,
0: that's already making me depressed, and not even factoring um, other things. About other life. factors, yeah, <laughs> life. So it's like, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? But Nico, before we do get started, how you doing though?
1: I'm good. I mean, I'm trying my best to look past the negativity in the market. And um, at this point, it's kind of like it's been going on for so long. It's like you wake up every day, you kind of just are expecting it to get worse. Um, But I don't think it's going to last much longer. And I know I say that a lot, but I'm going to keep saying it until it gets better.
0: Yeah, so this is a good segue to our first topic we want to talk about. And that is actually the Nasdaq being down 35% from its high last year. So we all remember last year, 2021. I actually just told told this to you, like, man, I wish – the 2021 of how the stock market was looking, it was always on a high. And mm-hmm. I felt very good about myself. It was too then. easy back then. Yeah. And also the S&P is down over 25%. So, Nico, how do you think or like when do you think some of this is going to ease up and go back to not say the 2021 like year, if it, uh-huh. if it's even possible. But just to a healthier market.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. So about one month from now, we're going to be at a one year anniversary of when the market started falling. Right. Um. So I think that says something. I think, of course, that's going to help. I just think you I think you are going to run out of sellers at some point. Eventually there's only so much selling pressure that can happen. Um, and now you're having like you know once these stocks go down 60, 70, 80, 90%, it's like they can't go down 100%. Not everything. Yeah. Everything can't go to zero. So at some point there there has to be a bottom. A lot of these valuations out there are like ridiculous. Um, once you when you see giant companies like Nike, Starbucks, you know Home Depot, Adobe, Facebook, all these huge companies are down 50, 60, 70 percent, you know that it's you're getting close to a bottom. And we've and when you look at other statistics, so I have some other statistics on here comparing this bear market to other bear markets, And it really puts things into perspective, showing how this bear market is actually a super bad one that is worse than a lot of previous ones.
0: Yeah, but I will say the one thing about the bear market now compared to other bear markets in the past. I still think that COVID has like somewhat flipped the switch a lot of times. It's like it's kind of changed the game of the stock market. What do you mean by that? Like it's kind of like, I don't know if I use this. But it's kind of like uh, COVID of when the shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. It kind of changed a lot of things. It kind yeah. of changed the rules of the game a little bit more. Yeah. So I think that's one thing when you kind of compare the two is you kind of add that factor. Both a bit. both
1: yeah. in the investing world and also in the actual real world with, yeah. with business and stuff. Um, the other interesting thing about this statistic is how big of a difference. So I'm pretty sure in the 2008 financial crisis, I want to say the NASDAQ went down, I believe 40%, could be 45%, okay? That was when they thought the financial system was going to totally break. We're not at that point yet. We we have some bad inflation, and we do have possible wars going on, um, but we don't have where the entire entire financial system is going to shut down. So with us being thirty five th- with us being thirty five percent down on the Nasdaq, that also says something that we have to be close to a bottom. Um, but the, the the difference here is that the S and P is only down twenty five percent, which also traditionally is a significant. Um, decrease, but it's just—I it, think it's interesting how big of a difference the Nasdaq and the S and P differ in their performance. With, I mean, so that ten percent difference—these are both indexes—but um, they they're, its its the the S and P has had a much easier time. The Nasdaq is down another ten percent, so that's—I think that says something.
0: Yeah, and I see here the average drop is around thirty-five percent too. So, so the so.
1: average drop is thirty-five percent, but now that's in. So the average duration of a bear market is 289 days, which I believe equates to nine roughly nine months. I think it might be on here too. 9 months or 289 days is roughly the average duration of a bear market and this is for the S&P, the average drop is 35%. So um we're only down to, we might be down a little bit more. It might be 25, 26, 27%, something like that um for the S&P. But we I don't know, we're definitely um we definitely have suffered a lot in the market.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, some other news as well. The Fed, someone has agreed or will raise rates around 75 points. And raises are also expected for a rate hike to happen to be 1.5%. percent
1: Yeah. And that this brings us to what Kathy Wood talks about. Um, from ARK Invest.
0: Yeah, and I actually have an article I want
1: to read real quick. It says,
0: ARK's Kathy Wood issues open letter to the Fed saying it is risking the economic bust. I want to say thank her for writing this open letter. You know, the open letters kind of like, you know, the Eminem song, you know, Slim I wrote you, still not calling kind of things. But I think it's going to fall on deaf ears, but I will say I do like she kind of wrote this letter. But mm-hmm. um, it says, The Fed seems focused on two variables that, in our view, are lagging indicators. Which are da- what? Downstream inflation and employment. Both of which have been sending conflicting signs that should be calling into question the Fed's unanimous call for higher interest rates.
1: I don't. I guess I see what they're saying. I mean, I don't know if 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 the if the if the job market's hot and unemployment's low, then that makes sense. What the Fed is doing, right? That means the economy is hot. Um, what's the other thing? The stock market? No, that just what the, they downstream say. Downstream inflation. Downstream inflation. Yeah. Inflation. So. I mean, I guess she has a point. I guess she has a point because the inflation numbers are very – they are very delayed. Even like th- – the weird thing is when, before we – okay, do you remember, Josh? I'm pretty sure we talked about this on the show. This had to be about a year ago or – no, earlier this year. Before, like I want to say beginning of the year, maybe like March or so, I think we talked about inflation, right? We talked about how inflation was going to get worse because they printed money, and that was before these numbers got up to 8, 8%. Right? Well,
0: you've been saying that for the past two years, but yeah.
1: I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> yeah. but, but even before they reported numbers of 8 or 9% inflation, we were talking about that on the show, and you could see it in the real world. That's when things were actually more expensive. So there is like a couple months of a delay, maybe a month or two, and I think that's what she's kind of referring to here is, although we have these high numbers right now of 8 or 9%, she she's trying to say, I think, that we're actually much lower than that right now, that things are actually coming down. Um, So that's, I don't know, that's interesting. She has a a good point there.
0: Yeah, but I know some people think maybe the Fed's going a little bit too far, but I also see here that um, we're not the only one that's kind of doing this. You know, it says nearly 40 central banks around the world have also approved an increase during the raising rates, right? Yeah, so it's kind of going all over the world, too. So Mm -hmm. I I think it's kind of like a get right with the time kind of thing,
1: but Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting.
0: It's also said um, another one will be happening around the first. November 1st to the 2nd so
1: oh they're going to raise rates again yeah
0: it's a yeah. fourth meeting but it's more than likely they will be raising up again
1: but the good thing about this is the rates go both ways so I don't know if you've noticed this but in in uh, I noticed this with, with one of my bank accounts today but more so in my investment accounts um, like Fidelity and specifically Robinhood now when you your, your cash that is sitting there is earning interest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that, but Robinhood is paying three percent interest on your oh, really? since right. in your account. So that I rem- that's how it was before. Might even. Oh yeah, been- I do remember that. Yeah, yeah it yeah. used. To, I think it might have gone up to four percent, like before the pandemic time. Um, now we're back up to three. So it goes both ways. Things are more expensive, but now we're also earning more interest, like in a good way on our money. So, I think that part is good. Um, and then the other thing is, I feel like. Okay, a couple weeks ago, news came out that, um, I think they, I forgot what it was, but the bottom line with the situation, I feel like, is investors are, they're they're, they're selling their stocks either way, no matter what news comes out. So right now, the, main, the mainstream headline is, inflation is high, the Fed needs to raise rates in order to combat that inflation. But if the Fed comes out and says, okay, don't worry, investors, we're taking care of the inflation, we're going to raise rates. They're gonna say, "Oh my God, they're raising rates. Things are that's gonna hurt the growth companies." I'm selling all my stocks. So it's like that's scenario one. Scenario two is the Fed comes out and says, "Okay, don't worry, investors. We're gonna keep rates low. That way, these growth companies will have an easy time borrowing money, and they'll be good to go." And investors are like, "Oh my God, that means inflation's gonna be through the roof." I'm selling my stocks.
0: So, do you think investors kind of needs to pick like one or the other? Yes,
1: yes. Um, it'd be nice if we can have both. It'd now. be that's what I was gonna say. It'd be nice if we can have both. I don't know if we can get there. Um one thing that is much different in our time the in like these last 10 to 20 years is we've had rates I believe it's either from 2000 or from 2008 we've had significantly lower, lower. rates like mm-hmm. as our as our baseline like we normally will have rates at like you know 3%, 5%, 6%. Back in the 70s and 80s the interest rates like in your bank account you could earn a 15% interest on your money sitting in the bank like interest rates were 15-20% and around the world that's also how they are in other countries is around 15-20%. So now that we've come to this new standard of we're keeping interest rates at like whatever 2%, 4%, whatever it is, it doesn't give the Fed much room to adjust that. So they can push it down to zero like they did during the when covid came, but that's it. Once you're down to zero, it's like okay, that's that's as hot as we can make the economy go. That's as easy we, as easy as we can make it on you guys, and so that's it's not a good thing. There's not a lot of leverage. the The baseline of like ten percent, I think, is would be a healthier spot. But it is what it is.
0: It is what it is. But before we leave this conversation real quick, I want to add a little thing about the Kathy Wood thing real quick. You know what? Imagine like if she, that letter actually like worked. Like yeah. she wrote that letter, like, and it's like. Angry and the Fed kid. changed their mind. Yeah, the Fed. You know what? Let's <laughs> let's drop it down. Yeah, to like let's, 2%. let's listen to Kathy Wood because <laughs> she's always right. That'd be funny though. That'd be funny though. But um, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's turn into Fox News, CNN, um, MSNBC, real quick, We'll talk about the Russia and Ukraine oh, yeah. war. Yeah. So the war is kind of deepening. If you all have not seen, so Russians are starting to flee and protest as Putin orders. A draft and pulls three hundred thousand soldiers into war. Mm-hmm. So we
1: now this. This is older news. This is from two weeks ago.
0: Yes, this is from two weeks ago. But I, I think that's probably even for us, like our age, like around uh, around eighteen to twenty four. That's kind of like our big like worry. Like, are we going to get drafted into war?
1: That would be like us going to war. I know, like, I, like I,
0: I have it in my mind. Like, I'm, I'm my son's, my mom's only son. Yeah. So they can't take me there, right?
1: Yeah, I Things don't know like about that. that. So that's I don't, like, I don't know if that's going to change Putin's mind. Yeah, but I mean, um that's why you see that the week that news came out you also saw people leaving Russia that's why people were leaving Russia I mean to be honest this is like a huge shock to me this whole the way this whole war has played out this year I because not think so to me it's it, it is surprising that if I would ask you a year ago Josh who do you think would win in a war Ukraine or Russia what would you say you're gonna tell me Ukraine no I'm gonna say Russia you're gonna say Russia as with I would think everybody but I'm really shocked how how um, much of a fight Ukraine has put up. And and look, I want to say look, it fights.
0: Nah, well, they, they're doing. They've been whooping. They a
1: double S. Okay, n- no and it, because and
0: if it was for the USA, keep bringing that money. Keep us all here. I know. Ten billion. Well, yeah. It, next week, no, let's it, think it, they're on fifteen. The
1: US is probably playing a big part. They're,
0: they are. They're they're funding this proxy. I know.
1: Role. I know. But still, they're still keeping Russia from taking over Ukraine. That's a big deal. Yeah, and as they can. I guess. The other thing with this is it's. I feel like it's backfired so much on Russia. Look at their own people are leaving. Um, they got other countries that are like you could you. I feel like going forward now, you could tell that it's gonna. I feel like it's a Russia and China versus the rest of the world type of situation.
0: Why? Because oh.
1: Russia and China are are the communists. Okay. Okay. And that sounds I, like an eighties. Um, I know. Movie I know. Right I know. But the rest of the world, I think, is is it's it's bringing them closer together because now all the European countries are probably thinking we got to make sure this doesn't happen, right? And we've also so the two big news coming out. Well, from l- this, let, let's
0: say this about the media doesn't say it, but these companies are also using Russia for what companies. I mean, not companies. I'm sorry, countries? C- countries are also using Russia for one main thing, and that's that? gas. Is it Russia? Gas? Is yes, Russia is one of the. But huge, then they
1: cut off the gas. They cut off gas supply. No, not in Russia. To to Ukraine, they did. Yeah, no, yes. No. Yes, they did, Josh. Because that's why. That's
0: why. No. That, well, no. I messed up what you said saying. I'm saying Russia is keep increasing the supply of them. Putting to taking gas out, so that hasn't stopped. No, but I'm not sure about this what's going is, on. with This Ukraine is why, at
1: the, on the bottom of this list, this is why the other thing going on is the energy crisis in Europe, and I think the reason that is is because Russia cut off oil supply to these to the these uh, these European countries.
0: Well, European countries are still getting the gas from Russia. Though.
1: Okay, but I think. It, I don't know. I think it's cut off, and that's why they're having problems right now. That's why things are so expensive, because they're not getting it from Russia. I guess. I think that's what happened. They cut it off from Russia so that it it, it hurts Russia. Russia's business, Russia's economy will not do well if they can't sell any oil. Well, I'm not The other big thing is Russia, I believe, is the number one producer of fertilizer. That's the other thing. I believe so about that, too. Yeah. But here's the problem. So why this is going – this ties in two different ways. We have – the Russia situation but here's the other event that this ties into is electric electric well electric cars but also just green energy, clean energy, okay? Which we're going to bring up later on okay. here, okay? And the problem is it's a lot of these European countries are relying on a heavy amount of clean energy, okay? A little bit of nuclear but also, you know, electric and stuff like that. France is one example where I think like it's, it's definitely more than half. More than half of their energy is re- they're relying on clean energy, okay? Mm-hmm. So what happens is if they can't rely on Russia now for fossil fuels, they're relying on these clean energy sources. The problem is the clean energy sources are not as efficient and don't work as well as fossil fuels. Yeah,
0: but I also think Europe is in a bad spot right now. Why? Like, I, like overall with how things is going, it's like – they keep falling, 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 and the main type of continent or country that's all that's going keep going up is out in Asia.
1: Yeah, and I think not only are they in this this energy and crisis plus they, there, and
0: plus they keep coming more west. You think they're so? Building, building facilities, trying to get help from America.
1: Okay, here's the other problem. The, I'm pretty sure their euro, the euro is weak over there, and I think it's at like a, um, I don't know. It's been multi decades since it, the euro has been this low mm-hmm. so now because when i just went to europe a couple of weeks ago like a month ago it was i'm pretty sure it hit um it was it was one for one one dollar was one euro and that's normally not like that yeah it's normally one dollar is like 80 like 80 cents of a euro you know so i wonder how is. much money ukraine has now ukraine
0: yeah because you yeah, remember before the war started they were like the poorest country
1: in really? europe yeah hmm I wonder how much Well they got all that money, but they probably spent it and they got they got all their towns blew up. So
0: Yeah, war brings in money though. Mm-hmm. I gotta show you the video. It was like a video of um I think I saw it on Twitter. Did you see
1: the bridge that exploded? No, Ukraine so here's what I heard. Ukraine did you see the video of the of the bridge that goes from it's like the only bridge that goes from um Russia to Crimea? I think it's Crimea. No, it got blew up. It got blew it got blown up and one story was Ukraine did that because that was ol- that was the only way to get into Russia, right, right over there. The second story I heard was Russia actually did it okay. to fake it to make it seem like they're gonna go get back at Ukraine. I think none of like those that. things are true.
0: It's a little. I it might know. be something. In the I don't know. But um, the no, the, the video I was gonna say is um, one girl, a Ukrainian girl, she was walking and the bomb like literally like went off, really, right there. Like you could see like her falling, like the explosion in the back. My it was God. like sad. It was weird, but uh, let's keep this conversation going, though. Yeah. We, we had enough for Russia Ukraine <laughs> right now. but uh, So let's come back to America, American companies so far. So FedEx drops big as it misses earnings and says the economy will get dramatically worse next year. So this, I, I think this news broke like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of our um, old news that we have bringing up. So FedEx down big, but I will say a good thing, well, not a good thing, one important factor is now with um, more people probably going to be going out ordering things online now with the holiday season. FedEx should go up a little bit more.
1: See, okay. So when this news came out, FedEx dropped. I bought FedEx like the day after, or actually a couple days after. Okay, I'm really happy. I really think it's a good investment. Um, I'm really happy with that purchase at that price. What do you think? Do you think that FedEx, UPS, whatever we're talking about here, these companies, do you think this is? Do you think this is a good investment? Um. Yeah, I think
0: all like those type of shipping companies. Those type of companies are gonna do well because okay. that's just like what we do. We we don't go out to the stores. Most of us don't. Mm-hmm. We don't go to the stores. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think for like most Americans, we like stuff quick and easy to get. Yeah. Like we don't like to go through the ha- hassle of things. Like if we can miss a step, like pass through a step, mm-hmm. I think we will.
1: The convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Co-
0: yeah, like the convenience of things. So I I think it's always gonna be successful thing. Yeah, so even like though they
1: say you should have, I'm pretty sure their revenue numbers was like fine like it pretty much pretty much was uh flat, not flat, but it met expectations. Yeah. The problem was EPS. EPS was like I want to say it was almost half of what was I want to say it was like $5 of EPS expected. They only hit like 270 or something like that. So,
0: yeah, because they were back uh, right a month ago in September, they were at 204. Now okay. they're at 152.
1: I bought it at 150. That's what that's what I bought it. Look at the 5-year chart. When was the last time it was 150?
0: Oh, like in um, around 2020.
1: Okay, so it's been over two years now. Um, then they also said the economy is going to get worse, just like everybody else said. Like, Jamie yeah, did Dimon you see that? Stuff? What
0: you see that the, they say? Um, the, the economy go. Everybody's saying it.
1: The interesting thing, though, I remember earlier this year when right when we were start this was like this was while Apple and the big stocks, the like Apple, Google, Microsoft. This is when they were still strong. This is when everything was starting to fall, but those were still up. And I remember Apple came out, and reported earnings. I believe it was for, for Q1 or Q2 of this year. Like this had to be February, you no, know, maybe March or April of this year. They said the supply chain is getting better. This is when we started talking about inflation and the supply chain problems. Jamie, not Jamie Dimon, Tim Cook from Apple came out and said, "Yeah, the supply chain is getting better," right? And that was like six months ago so what <laughs> yeah. was he what was he talking about you know what i mean <laughs> he's just making that up but yeah now at this point it's it seems more and more clear that as these companies say the economy is getting worse you know inflate we're still having inflation supply chain problems
0: i, I don't like that though like what? how because your earnings your report comes back
1: bad and now you got to make sure the future is like worse you
0: don't don't you have to say that because that's is the no they have to give safe. guidance
1: they, they, well they don't have to give guidance but they normally do. So and, I'm,
0: I'm saying like, okay, you'd have to bring up the economy. Did you really yes, have you to do bring it up?
1: Because that's that's what were their bus- business relies on. Because here's what you don't want. This is why some companies don't give guidance. They'll just say, we don't, we're don't. we not making any comments. We don't know, whatever. But if, let's say, FedEx says the economy is going to get worse, the the reason you do that now is so that in six months from now, when your earnings are horrible – you don't have to come out and surprise everybody and say, "Oh, we didn't tell you guys, but sorry, we actually we actually lost a billion 10 billion dollars this year." I still you think it's want somewhat of an excuse. For their no, bad earnings. No, it's not. It excuse for what?
0: For because of their bad earnings.
1: But that's but the earnings are bad either because the economy is because the economy's worse, either through inflation or through maybe they mean demand. Hmm. Probably both. Probably inflation is high, therefore people can't afford as much and demands low so there's not going to be as many sh- packages and shipments.
0: You think it was something uh, like a threat maybe to uh, drop the rate down? I don't know. That could be something. Could be something. I
1: think that's something for the Fed to pay attention to. I think the Fed should be paying attention to these companies and and seeing what they're saying. But again, you have to you ha- when you're talking about these companies guidance or with the Fed and their policies, just like Kathy Wood says, you have to make sure what whatever you're thinking about is it a past looking indicator or is it a future looking indicator? That is very important. The stock market is normally a future looking indicator. The stock market is telling you what this is why right now we have this scenario where the economy is just starting to get bad, right? But when when the stock market was falling a year ago, the economy was great, right? Now what's about to happen in the next three to six months, what you're going to see is the stock market's going to start going up and the economy is going to start going down. Okay, so I'm gonna write write that down. See if you're right or wrong. Of course, I'm gonna be right. So (laughs) that's what's gonna happen now. So that's that's what they mean by the stock market. Whatever that happens in the stock market, that means that's gonna happen in the economy in you know six to twelve to eighteen months afterwards. Um, Real estate is tied in more so with the economy, not so much the real real estate market is tied in with the economy, not so much the stock market because now we're gonna see the economy get worse. Mainly meaning wages and unemployment, and then the real estate market ties in with that because that's going to affect wages. That's going to affect you know all that stuff. People buying a house, so Not a car, different cars. Like the rates are going up. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that is FedEx. I'm I'm happy with that purchase. I got to say. Good, to go, good. So
0: now we're going to be talking. You have this next another company, right? company I bought. Okay, that's what dropped. I thought. Yeah.
1: I told you I'm buying everything. I want more.
0: Yeah, so it was some big news that happened um, earlier this day.
1: Um, earlier this day, today. Yeah, really? Yeah. This news came out today.
0: The article is from 12 hours ago.
1: That news came out two weeks ago.
0: Cool. Well, now it's official. You know, like how it's like a grace period or whatever, whatever. But Adobe has announced it has entered into a definite merger agreement to acquire Figma, a web-first collaborative design platform, for approximately 20 billion. In cash and in stock. Mm-hmm. So, do you know anything about Figma?
1: A little bit. I've listened to podcasts about it. That's all I know.
0: Yeah, like I, I just went to the website and it looks like it's very design oriented. Yeah, like type of thing. And I'm not good at like I failed art in like middle school. I'm not good at things like that. But it looks cool. it Looks cool. So I think I think it's um. I also think it's gonna be nice stuff for Adobe um for Photoshop to collab with something like this too. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. So one, I think it fits in perfect with with their products. Um. Number two, they're buying it for $20 billion, which seems like a whole lot of money. Um, What else do we have here? Um, The stock fell 20-something percent because investors thought they pay too much, which is kind of understandable. So here's the thing, though, Josh. I think Figma, I don't think they charge – they don't make money yet. They don't? I don't think they make money. I don't think they – I don't know if they even charge people. I don't know if they charge people. Um, But – sounds like a free service to you. I think so. But here's why I think Adobe did it. This is why it could have been a smart decision because here it's kind of like how TikTok is affecting, affecting Facebook right now. So okay. So Adobe buys Figma for 20 billion dollars. That seems like a lot of money. Okay, that's a ton. That's way more than <laughs> than uh Figma Figma it could take years and years and years before they make that money, you know. Yeah. Um but I think the good part about this is that what this is what this is going to do is this is going to allow Adobe to not have to worry about other competitors like Figma who are taking millions and millions of people onto that platform. So now, even though financially it might not make sense, now Adobe has eliminated that competitive threat and they have all those users under their ecosystem.
0: Are you saying they're trying to build a monopoly while that's running right. a monopoly?
1: Yes. And that's what a lot of companies do. That's It's the same thing yeah. when this this exact scenario played out two years ago with Salesforce. Salesforce bought Slack, and they bought yeah. that company for even more. That was like $26 billion. The next day, the stock fell huge because people are like, that's too much money, not worth it. But then over time, as the years go by, it adds to the company, it adds to the revenues, and it, it helps. And here's, here's another factor. Adobe, that company is a company that pretty much built their last 10 20 years off of acquiring other companies all these other things that they offer with, that is the, a good point, yeah. with the cloud and photoshop and all this whatever they do they 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 acquired those companies so that's also it's not like adobe or some like idiots sitting at the table they're like oh <laughs> let's just blow 20 billion no they're they're thinking through this and they they i would think they have a good management team that makes uh, smart decisions, so we will see.
0: Yeah, uh, Adobe's a real powerful, strong um, business. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they to be all right. The
1: other way I look at this is, um, let's say Figma deal. Let's say the Figma. Let's say Figma does not work out ideally for Adobe. I still am interested in owning Adobe stock just for all the other platforms that Adobe owns. Adobe almost, like how you said, they're almost like a, mon- a monopoly, right? There's not many too strong of competitors with Adobe, so that's why I like them.
0: Yeah, especially like something that does like everything that they do. But mm-hmm. like they have so many services overall. Mm-hmm. But real quick, I want to look at Adobe's um, price now. So Adobe right now, I'm gonna say
1: it's two eighty two, two eighty five. Two eighty five. I bought it at three oh nine, so a little bit up, but not. I mean, the thing was seven hundred bucks earlier.
0: Yeah, it was the highest. It was at seven hundred back in November twenty twenty
1: one. Yeah. So you see, so that's a year ago.
0: I can definitely see it somewhat going back up to the five hundred range, yeah, at least.
1: Right. That's so. why. That's why I'm happy with it. Next stock is another piece of news that came out. But first, before we do that, it's gonna actually kind of have a segue. Well, oh, I gotta see how you're gonna relate um, Photoshop to sneakers. So I gotta see this. No, I was gonna
0: ask you <laughs> what some stocks do you think that you know it's like a wholesale on stocks going on now, yeah. so you can buy anything. Yeah. But, but what's like two stocks you think that everyone should be buying now? Two stocks everybody should buy.
1: Um, I think Starbucks is almost as solid as it gets. <laughs> Love Starbucks. Okay. that Well, that's one that comes to mind. I could, you could easily say Google. Okay. You could easily say Google easy. You could say Amazon. Amazon is psh, easy. Just easy. Just go buy it. It's good. You know, it's going to go up. Um, I posted a video today about a stock called ASML, which is actually not available on Robinhood. So you can't check it. You can buy it on L- other platforms like Fidelity, but ASML I think they have one of the strongest moats you could possibly have in the whole entire world because we're going to bring this up later with the semiconductors. But that industry is so our world is so heavily reliant on semiconductor chips, right? It's You're literally right. in every single product. We literally cannot. We our society will not continue without those chips. And guess what? Those chips are created the 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 prints that are printed onto these wafers that go into the chips are only made by one company. This, this process is called Ultraviolet Lithography. And the only company in the world to do that, from what I've read and what I've been researching, is ASML. Okay, the market cap is about $160 billion. So it's a pretty large company. That's with the stock price being pretty much cut in half. So it was over $300 billion last year. Um, but ASML is a company that takes the software. We're going to go through the process later in the episode. But they take the software... They use the so- the design software to print onto the wafers, and then the wafers go into the chips, um, and then that goes to the other plate. So pretty much every company, the Nvidia, AMD, Qualcomm, Intel, Samsung, Taiwan Semiconductor, all those companies are using ASML to to make sure that part of the process happens. So that's why I think that's one of the strongest companies. Um, but yeah, I could go with Home Depot. Google, Starbucks, Disney, um, what else? How do you feel um, about
0: another company? That's kind Nike, of, kind of, I could throw like Nike, Nike on there.
1: Ni- I could throw Nike on there. I don't know if it would, I don't know. I guess you can say that's a pretty, that's easy money pretty much. I, I can't, I don't think Nike has too many threats unless they go out of style or, I don't know. I, I think they're They probably solid. would never go out of style. I don't, I don't think they can go out of style, no. I don't think Adidas or Under Armour could really take them out or anything, um, so, I think it'd be a far i think i think it's such a, a small chance that Nike fails in the next ten years, yeah, but
0: Nike has fallen a little bit these past couple of weeks, and people have been kind of like and why was worried about it
1: was that e p s no uh, inventory I mean, inventory inventory's been building, okay, I don't care. <laughs> someone, someone's gonna buy it eventually. Just do it. It's gonna when go. someone, asks, gonna, when someone
0: gonna, no, when someone asks you to, hey, like, hey, should I buy a Nike? Just tell them. Just be like, it.
1: yeah, because they're running high. Their inventory is too high. Just tell them, Just All that it. extra extra inventory is gonna go straight over here to uh, the outlet mall, and I'll probably get it sixty percent off. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, that is true You about can that. do it. Why would you yeah. sell the stock until it gets cut in half? Because oh, okay. Um, let's see. We added what. 50 billion dollars of valuation to the nike in the last year but we're gonna nike's now worth 60 billion less because of um uh, <laughs> because because this year people don't have as much money and they can't afford expensive sneakers how long is that gonna last
0: they they didn't like the lebrons this year
1: yeah they don't like the lebrons this year or something so they're gonna cut the price in half that's ridiculous
0: that's funny that's funny but um next topic we do have is WBA that stands for Walgreens, right? That's right. Walgreens Boots, Boots Alliance. Well, oh, there's a little bit thing about robots as well, but yeah. WBA replaces pharmacists with robots and will save over one billion per year. So I did the math.
1: Ooh. I did the math on this. Um, well, I didn't do. I estimated the number of locations they have. We can get a more accurate number if I knew how many locations. I think it's like. I don't know. I can't. I think it might be ten thousand.
0: I will um, say I've seen a lot of Walmart greens. Though. Okay, I want
1: I want to say it's around 10,000. I could it could be 7,000. It, it might be 20,000, but I want to say it's 10. And I did the math on this. It looks like the based off my math, one in, th- one in three locations will have these robots. If if they're actually going to save a billion dollars a year, they should have these robots at one in three locations. I don't know. I think I think they said 2023 they're going to start rolling them out. Um but so, this, do, so do you think um robots replacing other people's jobs i mean it's, this is a great idea why this is great because why? walgreens has a bunch of debt they need to pay off this is going to help the, the stock has been their stock and their and their earnings have been bad the last five years it has not been strong the walgreens five years ago was is 80 dollar stock today it's 30 Dirt, yeah. that's not good as far as the jobs thing i don't i don't really believe i don't like hearing it takes the jobs away and oh my god nobody's gonna have any jobs okay that's not how it works okay all the jobs have gotten taken every single... I, I will say, like, when they put
0: out a headline with the replace or get rid of people for robots, it does kind of stir some of the people. It'd be like, oh, my God, the robot's coming. Is I Am a Robot the movie happened? Kind of things like did that. You so the, did
1: you see the Tesla AI Day? Yes. We got yeah. to talk about that So that too. So that robot, I don't know. That's a good one, too. Maybe that one will be coming, rolling out here, taking, uh, being the pharmacist at Walgreens. But anyways, with Walgreens... Um, and the robots the thing with the robots is over the every couple decades we have some technology or innovation that takes some jobs okay like from like hundreds of years ago to now we've always had that there's the look at all the jobs that computers have taken away and software and stuff okay that doesn't that doesn't mean that we don't ever find new jobs and not to mention the fact that right now the jobs that people don't want the most are those Low-paying jobs that are annoying to work at, like McDonald's and Walmart and maybe Walgreens too. Um So that's good. That, that, what I mean, what do we? We keep hearing these business owners and these well, you know, small I restaurants.
0: Say it says replace pharmacists, not it does say at replace pharmacists. You're right. Front desk, you're right. Like the front desk people checking out cash at yeah. register.
1: So you're you're so. right. It it is replacing a more a higher quality job. Yeah. Right. And it's a higher paying job typically. Um, so I guess there is that. It is. It's not like it's taking away the crappy jobs, but I guess even if, let's say let's say so let's say one in three pharmacists lose their jobs, they can find something else to do. <laughs> Jesus, you can't just say that. Who knows? They why not? They could probably do it. I don't know. I think they'd be fine.
0: How how hard is it? Has it been for you to find a job?
1: Um, <laughs> I haven't I have I haven't tried in about in since about a year. <laughs> why
0: you stopped? It got hard for you.
1: Well, I applied to like hundred jobs and I didn't really get anything. Yes, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah, and I know. Uh, it was yeah, it was hard. It's hard
0: out here for a pimp. I know. But
1: I think it's because I had a bad resume. So that's what I. That's what people have told me. So a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, I got an updated resume. It looks a lot better. Beautiful. And beautiful. Um, round yeah. of applause. I haven't tried to. I haven't tried to use it yet. But I, I might be working at WJOB if things go. Um, oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, things go the right way. Great company, buys, By the way,
0: great company. Yeah. One of the best. America. so
1: um yeah, I don't know I, we're we're still we, we still we're still he- hearing that businesses specifically like restaurants and stuff that they don't have enough workers and they can't keep workers, so I think this is perfect timing for the robots to come in and take those jobs all right all right all right oh but before we leave walgreens real quick here's this this might be a stock that's considered the risk to reward on the stock right now is insanely attractive okay this stock is now paying a six and a half percent dividend that's huge. Okay, when I bought this stock, it was paying a what four. What stock is
0: that? A six and a half?
1: Walgreens. Walgreens paying is Walgreens paying a six, six and a half, and a half percent dividend. Not only that, it's at, how I said, it's at a five-year low. This stock has gone from 80 to last year. It was 50. I bought it at, like, 50 and 45, and now it's 32. So you're, it's at a P/E ratio of five. This, th- this company does not ever trade at this cheap of valuation. This is honestly like a once-in-a-decade opportunity to buy Walgreens. At I wish the- I had money. Yeah, it only costs thirty bucks a share. Buy one, but, anyways, that low of a PE ratio mixed in with that high of a dividend yield, and a company like Walgreens that does have other threats such as CVS, Walmart, Amazon. Those are those are significant threats that can hurt their business. Is it realistic to say that Walgreens is gonna go out of business? I don't really think so. I really don't think so. Um, and the robots are just a plus. If that if that goes through and that saves them a billion dollars and that turns out well, that's just a plus. But I think we're going to see this stock get back to $50 a share. All right,
0: so next thing I want to talk about, Nico, is probably the, I don't know, like the gambling. Besides Vegas, the ga- gambling capital of the world, Macau, relaxes COVID restrictions for the first time in three years. Round of applause for that one. And you don't know, um, a stock that me and Nico both have one resorts. Um, they have one location that's also in Macau. So when one resorts has been down, I don't know for how long, it feels like for seven years. Too long. It feels like seven years and um they have one big location in Macau too, so but a whole bunch of type of gambling, different places like that happens in Macau. So this is a great thing. That means more people can go in and out, more money going in and out as well. So hopefully one resorts go, jumps like it. By three hundred dollars in like a day now
1: there's a couple companies on this list um do we have ccl on here no we do not okay we're gonna edit um there's a couple companies on here such as win resorts that the companies so i'm kind of i kind of been rethinking this the last couple of weeks because in, during the pandemic, when those companies shut down, the ones that got hit really bad because of COVID, such as a cruise ship or the gambling, the casinos, those companies took on billions of dollars of debt, right? And that really put their balance sheet in a bad place. Um, some of them, like CCL, say that they, you know, they had to sell ships and stuff. They had to sell inventory to help, and in doing so, they actually got rid of the uh, their assets that were the least efe- least efficient, meaning that. Now that they're back on board, um, that was not supposed to be a pun, but I guess it uh-huh. I got it. Anyways, um, now that they're back and operating again, the the profitability and the efficiency of their business should be better. And although, with that being said, I have been thinking it kind of scares me owning these so, several of these companies, such as Wind Resorts and Carnival Cruise Line, because they have billions of dollars of debt. And it's like, even in the last couple quarters, we've seen them either lose money or not get back to where they should be, where they were in 2019. And that does kind of scare me. That does, it, it makes the business look less um, attractive. It's, you know, it's not good to own a company that has a balance sheet with tons of debt on it. So that's something that I learned, another lesson I learned during this market, this, this year's market is pay attention to the balance sheet, how much debt they have, and just because the stock price keeps going down doesn't mean you should keep buying it. That was kind of my thinking going into these were, oh, CCL at I bought it at 19 bucks, which seems like a fortune now that it's seven. But I was like, oh, 19 bucks is great. You know, it's going to go back up to 30 and it's going to be good. This is a safe model. The pandemic is coming to an end. We'll be good. Look at it now. It's seven bucks. So there's that, you know, when resorts is still dealing with these COVID restrictions in China and they have yet to get back to those numbers they were doing pre pre pandemic. So, it's stuff like that. They they have a long way to go.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of weird because I think now I think the era that we are in now I think is the most gambling that's been taking place ever. You mean like where overall with gambling being like a more of like a more of a mainstream thing.
1: It's getting more popular.
0: Yeah, it's getting more popular, things like that. I
1: agree. I think, a lot of, I think a lot of people do go. I hear a lot of people do go to casinos and stuff, and we, I know we talked about sports betting before, but that is another big part of this that really contributes to that. It's another form, yeah. Yeah. But that's what we got going on for CCL and Wynn. Now, you want to bring up the oil situation?
0: Yeah, our best friends at OPEC.
1: Oh, God. I'm not, I'm not friends with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I understand, I understand. But OPEC will be cutting oil output by 1 million barrels to somewhat curve, um, I guess, the huge drop-off fall of gas prices the past month and a half or so. And actually, President Biden has also said something about this news as well. It says President Biden will continue to reevaluate the U.S. relationship with Saudi Arabia after a group of international oil exporters, OPEC, and Russia as well decides to significantly cut oil production. So, um. I kind of don't know what's gonna happen, but something's gonna happen.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But I think the main thing I think Biden also hurt by it too, because this is kind of bad timing as well. It does. It's bad timing because of um, the midterm elections coming in November.
1: That's why I think Republicans the the Republicans have that on as their advantage. They do. They have the inflation thing going on their advantage. Where the Republicans messed up, I think, was the abortion thing. When they came out with the abortion thing this year, they should not have. That was bad timing. Whether whether you agree with it or not. That it was bad timing because that is what people don't like. That, that is what makes people mad, and they should not have done that right before the election.
0: Welcome to the CNN and Fox News podcast with yeah, Joshua, Bojay, and Eco Criticos. But, like I was saying, um, yeah, this is bad timing. We all look at gas prices when we think about voting for a
1: president. Yeah, any, any, any of, for, they're associated. I mean, they're associated, of course. But they're um, like, it's
0: like, uh, uh, like, honestly, the president has about 20% with the gas prices, uh-huh. if, if that, like, really. Yeah. Like, the gas prices are not which, really which controlled is weird. by it. it.
1: It's weird how, like.
0: But he's blamed for it most of the time. I
1: know. Time. I don't really know what the truth is. Like, how much of it is his fault? Not much of You know, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But I don't... he
0: could do, like, some things, such as, um, but he stopped that more the d- domestic um, oil drilling, things yeah. like that. He stopped that, uh, the key line thing that was going on, pipeline, Yeah, that was going on a couple uh, years ago. See,
1: I think those are good ideas.
0: Well, it's, we're all kind of in an energy wave right now, so. Yeah.
1: Energy is big. Energy is big. It's important, and it's like, so like just.
0: It, it's it, important, but we're too early. What do you mean? Like the like we really need energy things like that, mm-hmm. like solar power stuff like mm-hmm. that. But we're like too early on to like really harness. I I
1: have I I have flipped my position so much on um electric cars EVs kind of electric cars and also green energy. They're stupid. No, they're not stupid. I just okay. So like I think a y- last. A year and a half ago, I remember we filmed an episode with Josh Klosik. Yes. Okay. in
0: front of the show. Yeah.
1: Of the yeah. Show. And on that show, we talked about you asked us when do we think um, more than I think you said more than fifty percent or you said some big number. You said fifty percent or something. When, I do
0: remember this because he said twenty twenty. you said. 2020, you said I said five years. Yeah. Something I think
1: like I that. said five years. We said when will half of at least half of people be driving EVs, and he's like. I think he said 10 years or 15 years, something like that. And I was like, oh, five. I was like, five years. I think I said five. And now looking, now coming to where we're at, my position has changed in that I think that EVs will continue to succeed, one, because all these companies are pushing it, like GM, Ford, and Tesla, like they're investing into it. The government's giving, you know, um, money back and stuff. So the incentives are there. And I still believe it's going to be a hot selling item, Right. What I changed my opinion on, though, is I don't think it's this like Hail Mary solution of like, OK, Tesla figured it out. Now we're going to all going to go to EVs. It's going to fix um, climate change. It's going to be zero emissions, all that. I don't think it I don't think it did that. I think it's maybe one. I think it could be on the same level as gas gas powered cars. Maybe it's one step up. Maybe it's own- EVs. Yeah, absolutely not. Maybe okay. Maybe it's one step up. Let's say let's say it's. You know what? I'm gonna say this is my big problem with EVs: the electric, uh,
0: just the overall energy consumption with it, and also the charging stations. Like they're so like I think it's just overall stupid the idea. Why all of all of that, and plus all, all these cars want to all these Why is companies want to make it the EVs in 2025. I don't know. It's just not stupid. What okay? What I've kind I kind of I feel like if we really care about renewable energy, making things safer. Energy-wise, like I said, make cities more diverse, easier for people to walk, take um different public transportation things like that. Make cities easier idea. like that. That,
1: that I think is way smarter than the EVs. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? How would you set? How would you set that up? You mean more public transportation would, or co, 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 let's say, come
0: out with a car that's more accessible to like people that fits like or people. like how they did like you like know, a, like a mini bus, different types. Or of you know how people like rode those
1: those smart cars. Those super tiny cars. Remember, ten years ago when those came out.
0: Okay, make them bigger. I don't know.
1: No, I'm saying that works. That's it gets super, super good gas mileage, and and it, they're smaller, so it helped with traffic too. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still but not sold on this. this is days. this is why I changed my position because I don't think that we're trying to. Okay, so there's two parts of this. There's the EV revolution, or not? I don't want to say that the the green energy revolution. Let's say, and then there's this like the whole like carbon free you know, zero net emissions, all that stuff. Why that is so – it's 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 more so of like a – I think it's more of a selling tactic and just a new product and something for them to talk about, something for yeah, them to sell, be. more so than it is an actual solution. I don't think it's an actual solution because, one – So you agree with me? No, not completely. One, <laughs> I've seen um people online talk about how – Elon Musk talks about this too. The different – Let's say ingredients or the minerals and stuff you need to make these these. That's another thing. Electric it batteries. Still,
0: you still are mi- mining still, those resources.
1: You still are mining those resources, and they're like some of them are like like the lithium is the big one. That's what Elon Musk said is the big one. Yeah. But there's I forgot what the other ones are. Those metals and stuff that that you have to mine for those, and then it's the same thing with solar panels, and it's the same thing with solar panels where like these the EVs and the solar panels are really expensive. OK, it's not like they're 100 um, percent good for the environment. This is not hundred. that's not 100 percent. The other piece of the piece to this is these companies that are pushing it. When they say like FedEx says this, um, Target, Amazon says this, they say zero emissions. OK, and mm-hmm. you would think, OK, that means they're not going to use any oil and gas. Right. They're just going to use only clean energy, renewable energy, and that's it. But no, that's not how it works. What they're doing is they're buying these things called carbon credits. Okay, I believe they, I believe you can buy them from companies or you buy them from farmers. Tesla is one. So what you do is, that's where the ESG score comes into place. Tesla has, that's why, that's why being a environmentally friendly company right now is so hot and popular because a company like Tesla has a super high ESG score because it's focused on that um, environmentability, whatever it is. So they got a bunch of carbon credits which means they can sell those carbon credits to a company like Amazon. Let's say Am- so Amazon is they're investing heavily into EV. So that's a bad example. Let's say a company like Cleveland Cliffs, right? Or some some company it that uses Could be a person too. Could be a person. Let's say it's, uh, some some entity that uses fossil fuels heavily, which means not good for the economy, okay? They would buy these carbon credits and then they would say, "Okay, we're we're good. We're um, zero net emissions right and it makes them look good that's the other what's what's the word it's like they're 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 kind of lying they're lying by the way they sell this stuff um so that's where i'm not completely sold i i am interested in nuclear energy i think from everything i've seen (laughs) and everything i've seen and heard um, okay einstein i think that nuclear energy um as as strong and powerful as it is i don't i don't know if we're ready to like use it on a mass scale um is it is it is it dangerous is it too dangerous? maybe I don't know can we handle that um some countries do like how I said earlier France is using it there's there's European countries that use it. It's just I don't think we should rely on it. That's the thing. so I don't know. we'll see what happens, but this energy crisis is a it's a big deal it really is
0: yeah and um right before we leave this conversation, kind of going along with it, but I will say another problem that I do have with a lot of these e v companies. They're making charging stations only for one their own particular vehicle. I don't think so. No, they are. I don't think so. They are.
1: No, they're not. They are. No, they're not because I I asked somebody that question that has a, that has a Tesla. I asked two people that have a Tesla that question.
0: Okay, but they are doing that though. Because I, I don't think e- so. I even saw or read that um, Tesla even said, "Hey, we can make something that all that you all can use it. So like Ford, you can use it, Kia, whatever. Some of those companies decline. So you have to." When you have a—that's interesting. Exactly. So when you have an EV, you, that's one thing you have to look at. So maybe one charging station that's right by your house, you have a Tesla, but this can only fit a four. So it's car. not
1: going to be like a universal thing. That's in, that's. I mean, that makes sense. That's how most companies work.
0: But still, gas station is a universal. That's like
1: saying that's like going into McDonald's and be like, hey, I just bought this uh, refillable cup from Starbucks. Can you give me free refills? Because Starbucks said they'll do it. That's not how. That's not how it works.
0: You're comparing a a three-dollar drink to. A forty yeah,
1: thousand dollar car. That's true. That's a good point. But that's kind of a good point. We, we, okay, we, that, uh, that'd be like that'd be like if you bought a a MacBook, and you went to Microsoft and said, "Hey, Apple said they're gonna give me new pieces. Can you repair my computer for free?" Microsoft's like, "No, that's not us."
0: You're com- still comparing a three thousand dollar, if that two thousand dollar computer compared yeah, to a two thousand dollar computer. 000. That's expensive. Still not forty thousand dollars. It's not it's forty thousand.
1: Yeah, I see your point.
0: Plus you're driving. You're gonna use the car more than the laptop, probably.
1: No, I don't I don't agree with that. Yeah, it depends on how you drive. But laptop or a car?
0: Uh let's go. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I think so though. Do you spend more time on your laptop or in your car? I need my car. No, you don't. Get out of here. I think so. I don't think I'm so. I'm on my phone more than my car. Okay, maybe your phone.
0: I'll be on my phone. But um let's switch subjects. Got a couple more topics
1: here. Um I I Speaking of EVs, we have another piece of news for EVs. Oh, yeah. So um, they're in trouble. It looks like yeah. There's both companies, Tesla and Rivian. Um, and now, there's
0: another thing about new companies such as Tesla and Rivla, uh, Rivi Rivian. Rivla. I'm sorry about that. Rivla.
1: They recall nearly all their vehicles. <laughs> hey, well now we do Now we know what they're going to call it when Rivian and Tesla merge. Rivla. Rivla. <laughs> Tesla and. <laughs> but they have recalled. <laughs> all. Nearly all of their vehicles. yeah, that's the bad. That's thing. rough. I I like Rivian. I like Rivian. Though. I like the way their trucks look. But
0: that's the one problem with. <laughs> and newer... I like
1: Lucid too. Lucid looks nice. Yeah,
0: but those are the problem with the newer companies, like compared to Ford car companies that's been around a what? little bit more. They kind of like, even though there's always recalls with different cars, things like that. They've been around a little bit more longer, so they kind of know, like, hey, this car, like they build cars,
1: mm-hmm. they know how it's going to perform, but yeah, right,
0: like they're. It's not like me. I don't know. Like I, if I cook one thing, well, if I'm a red lobster chef, chef a red lobster, so I cook seafood yeah, things I, like that. I get that. I'm not going to come over to another place to make b- burgers and French fries. Okay, like, but I, I can
1: do it. Yeah. But it's just not my specialty. Right. Okay, but here's the difference: Ford and GM have the experience. What they don't have experience in is making EVs. It is true. So we're different. We're we're dealing with a different piece here.
0: But until EVs take over the entire yeah. economy
1: they're still new Yeah, they're still new enough those gas um,
0: power cars are still But that's for run. Rivian
1: that's for that's for Rivian Tesla's problem is right now in Florida with the all the floods that they've had yeah, uh yeah. several cars catch on fire because the battery gets exposed to water um and I saw the, the a video with the fire department talking about how they had a super they have super hard times trying to put out the fire of the battery um and I'm I I'm just I thought to myself I would think Tesla would be able to come up with a way around this to make sure to prevent a waterproof battery. Yeah. Or I don't know. Cover it up or something. I mean, I would hope that doesn't keep them from uh, succeeding. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that.
0: It's a tough one. It's tough, but that's just another. Keep uh, it out of the water. I don't know. What if it rains? (laughs) It's, It's raining now. It's actually pouring down rain.
1: Do they? Do you think they get a refund? Probably not. I don't know.
0: Probably not. Because to replace the batteries, about fourteen thousand, right? For Tesla's. I don't know. Yeah, but you gotta pay for that problem. Unless it's like under warranty. Probably be under warranty somewhat.
1: Imagine if you bought your Tesla, you're like, yeah, it <laughs> rained. The battery caught on fire. The car is on fire. Can you give me a new eighty thousand dollar car?
0: Yeah, that's funny. Oh, uh, man. But Next up in the news, your best friend is this the Chase CFO?
1: No, Chase CEO.
0: Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon. Jamie Dimon. Warns, says or says global recession will be here in six to nine months. So around six to nine months. Was that March, to like June ish? Mm -hmm. March? No, yeah, March to June of twenty twenty three. Or April, Um, but whatever. um, Mister Jamie, this isn't nice, but okay.
1: I mean, he what did he say? Um, I forgot what he said. Last last earnings report for Chase. Three months ago, I think. What did he say? I forgot what he said. I think it was something about interest rates. I don't know, but he's been... This is not new news. I mean, people just keep saying this because it...
0: Yeah, we just brought up... Um, What's-his-face earlier that says something about FedEx? Mm-hmm. They kind of said something around that lines, But, yeah, it's kind of sure. weird like how do you, all these rich people are coming out saying this now. Or people ahead of companies saying this now.
1: The last piece of this is...
0: Um, oh, real quick. He does said the U.S. economy... What's actually still doing well right now, so compared what? to 2008. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh. Well, the other piece of this is to make sense of this and say, okay, are we in a recession? Are we going to a recession? When will we get out? How will the stock market do? How can we fix inflation? What should we do with the interest rates? All those questions, you to be answered, you have to look at the data and the stats and what's going on with the country, correct? Yeah. So here is the problem, though. What if the data you're looking at is wrong? or not measured right. Okay. Then you're aft, I don't know. So like this past a couple of weeks ago we had the news come out about the jobs report, right? What mm-hmm. they said was cuz I remember the market fell that day. They said I think it was what a quarter million jobs added something like that, but the it was not as hot. It it was it was still hot meaning the economy is still rolling good, but it it wasn't it wasn't too hot. So but the market still fell because they said it wasn't those rising interest rates were not pushing it down enough. Um, but my, my question is, what if the unemployment numbers are not correct? You think you might? You think they might be lying to us? Well, all I'm saying is, look at the facts, though. Look at what they're telling. It's kind of like with the COVID deaths when that used to news come, came out. Look at what they're telling us with unemployment. And then look in the real world. What is every single business owner saying? What have we been hearing for over a year? We're now? hiring. We're hiring. That's what people say. I saw. I read articles about people in California that are struggling with their businesses too. So if, if everybody is having that problem, there's no way that they're telling us that there's only three and a half percent of the country. Well, it's not three. It's it's three and a half percent of people in the country who are who are like, looking to work. Okay. Because yeah. I was gonna say there's 330 million people. So three and a half percent would be like. 10 million 11 million people who are who are not working which is low like it's normally like five percent um but that's not the case it's probably it's not 10 million it's probably more like seven million or six million but i think it's i think it's got to be more than that and i i mean the real question is like is it like what are people doing like are they all do they turn all turn into drug dealers Um, (laughs) no are they they're, they're not living off crypto anymore um, are they like doing freelance work online? And that they're... That,
0: I will say that since I think COVID has been more people doing remote jobs, so yeah. that I will admit, but that's
1: a real job though. That means they're, that means they're employed. That's not unemployed.
0: Yeah. So, but that might factor into the numbers. Like, Hey, even though more people are now working at these could be. stores like, like they used to, yeah, the unemployment numbers Can are still low up... because of so many people are still doing these remote jobs, things that's... like that. And working okay. I'm. I'm going like to keep
1: that. talking. Look up, Look up how many businesses were started during the pandemic. Or okay. in or in yeah, in twenty twenty in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one or look up how many businesses were started in the last year or two. Um so yeah, I mean I don't know, because if those if those it just it doesn't it doesn't something doesn't like doesn't something doesn't sound right. Why is unemployment three and a half percent but everybody's hiring? So it's something's weird there. I don't know. It's very weird. I know what what I remember we talked about. During the pandemic twenty twenty, a hundred thousand over a hundred thousand businesses shut down. But I'm pretty sure there were a bunch of businesses started also in recently.
0: I'm not sure, but it says business applicants
1: has gone up. Business applications. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Around twenty so twenty four point three spiked, billion. Look at it's yeah. spiked over
0: another billion.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So see, what that means is I don't I mean, that should still be employed though. Here here's here's an idea. Here here's an idea to why It could be false or why. Okay, so why people aren't working? That's not they're not drug dealers. okay. Jesus. I think it's it could be that people aren't working. okay, And they're just sitting at home and they don't want to always going to be people, though. It's always going to be people. But but it's it's never like this. What do you mean? Before the pandemic, it it wasn't like this. It wasn't like hiring, hiring, hiring. Oh, it, it wasn't majority of business owners said we can't keep people. I don't know. It wasn't like that. So why is it different now?
0: Well, because I don't know. I, I can't because it, it might have been like that in 2008. Who knows? I, I was too
1: young to know. No, we're talking about 2018, 2019. We're saying just right before that because it changed during the pandemic.
0: Yes, because of the pandemic.
1: Because of the pandemic. So before the pandemic, it wasn't like that. And now. But what are, why? Because why? we
0: were past the recession. But why? have Now pe- we're entering or, or are we in the recession?
1: Whatever. Yeah, But it why? haven't different. Why haven't people? Um, where are they going back to work at then? I don't know. Why? Remote jobs are up. No, these are people who, remote jobs means you're employed. That's yeah. still employed. I'm talking about unemployed.
0: I don't know. But the un- unemployment numbers are low that they're saying. Yeah, so
1: they're you're right. Of. You're right. So you're right. Here's my other idea, though. What if they're just at home not making any money, and <laughs> they're just, uh, they're like, yeah, I don't really want to make, I don't want to have a job. I just want to live at home for free, and um, I'm not worried about money. I'm just going to try to live off of $5 a day. Okay, that could be it. that could be what some people are doing. Maybe, but you are right. It could just be unemployment is actually low, but these other types of business. The numbers say it's low. The numbers say it's low, and the business owners can't find people either because people started their own business or they're doing remote work online. That's a good point. It, the remote work is probably a big factor.
0: Boom! We solved it. We solved the problem. Now on to the next one. That's it. We already brought up European, right? Yep. We, that's it. All uh, right, want What's up about anything else? Nope. All right. Um, I
1: want to talk about some. Athens Pizza. All right, whatever. <laughs> um,
0: okay, we already brought up Nike. That we might be that you uh, might be buying. I or like you will Nike. Be I
1: like Nike. Google. I like Nice Source. If you don't know what Nice Source is, they own NIPSCO, which is our local Northwest Indiana utilities company. Um, stock price is at a good price. Nice dividend there. My neck. My other stock is Coles. Coles is at a nice super. Ch- I think P ratio of like seven or eight. Super cheap. Um, and also high dividend. I think the dividend is six percent on Coles, and Coles nice. um, is you know it's you could I could see you could make a bear or bull case about Coles, mm-hmm. but um, the bottom line is they they're doing pretty good the last five or ten years as we plus seen. they're still around. They're still that's what I'm saying. They're still around. So they did a good job with that. They're adding like um, didn't they add what did they add? no not Alta. Alta got added to Target. They added Sephora. Yeah, to their
0: yeah, like so, store, and they so. got a
1: good reputation. People still like going there. So, Coles it wouldn't it wouldn't be my first pick. I would pick Google or Nike over them, but it's I don't think it's a bad idea if you're into dividend stocks.
0: All right, well I'm nothing because I'm broke.
1: <laughs> you got to get a job and then you got to invest.
0: I know I'm I'm part of the unemployed. The okay. part of the unemployed, but um, I guess this concludes this episode 39, right? Yeah. A stock talk, talk with Josh and Nico. Thank you all for listening, tuning in. Um, I, I don't want to say like say It's not going to be a long break like this anymore, but because <laughs> who knows, who knows. But um, thank you all for being there, supporting us. We'll be back. We'll be back next week. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you all for all your support. Have a good one out there. Be safe. And to greener days ahead. Bye-bye now.